Hey, how you doing, podcast fam? This is Call Me Guapé, and welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> this episode, we're going to talk about Operation Flagrant Foul, which should we say Operation NBA Scandal, in my eyes. Because um, even though the Tim Donahue documentary brung some light to it, showed a whole lot of people, and had um his business partners that was involved with the scandal, the people that did 15 months, the people that did 18 months, and then they did 15 months and one person did a year and a day. But those two people were um inside the documentary, so we got to see an intake on a look of what they were saying. See, Tim Donahue, he always used to say that he never cheated by calling fouls. He never cheated by calling a foul during the game. He only cheated using inside information on the game, which is a, a, a load of bullshit. We could say that. We could call that out right now. It's a load of bullshit. His business partner said that he was happy. He was calling games. Sometimes his business partner was mad that he was calling the fouls because they were so blatantly cold. So it goes into detail into that part. But you guys could watch that um, Netflix documentary. It's called Operation Flagrant Foul. They should change to Operation NBA Scandal, and I'm going to tell you guys why. Now, once Tim Donahue got caught... Now, once Tim Donahue got caught um, during his NBA scandal, cheating scandal about him placing bets on games that he was refereeing, um, they said that he only got a, he only, I think he got thirty to forty thousand dollars all in total, and it doesn't seem like he really got only thirty to forty thousand all in total because I believe the math, the people who did it made about. One point two million to two million dollars, and only got was thirty thousand dollars. That was two thousand two thousand. The guy said he only paid him two thousand dollars per NBA game pick, and they played forty eight games. So do the math on that. That's a load of bullshit right there. That's ninety eight thousand dollars, close to hundred thousand. So even if all he got was a hundred thousand, he only said that all he got was thirty to forty thousand. And at the end of the interview, you could say that he said, "Oh yeah, that's what they know I got." And then they try to bring him back and say, oh, yeah, didn't you say that? Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't say that. That's what Tim Donahue said. Oh, I didn't say that. But he tried to um, redo all he got. Yes, all he got was thirty to $40,000. But you could tell during the ego and the cockiness of the interview, he was like, oh, yeah, they, they, they already got me, but they didn't get me for everything. Now let's go to the NBA scandal part. Now let's go to the NBA scandal part of the documentary. So now... We have NBA Commissioner, ex-NBA Commissioner David Stern. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty of the topics. Ex-NBA Commissioner David Stern. Now, he would not like a cheating scandal for his organization. Now, we're bringing the NBA down. See, they just came from the 80s and the 90s, and the 80s was during the drug ramp and age, and they didn't, you know, they was fighting. They were trying to clean up the league. Uh, no more fighting, no more excessive fouls. Oh, yeah. Um, Malice at the Palace just happened. They were trying to clean up, you know, trying to clean up the league. Not have all them fights, not have everything as an NBA, as a as a whole league that just didn't care about the players or their fans. So, this would have been heartful. A heartful, what do you call a heartful or a spooky situation for the NBA during those times. See now, once Tim Donahue got caught, the FBI developed the plan for Tim Donahue to go on surveillance. That means rat. He would rat on other NBA officials because he did um, name a couple of NBA officials that were still doing the betting and 
doing the cheating scandal stuff, betting at casinos, which is all against NBA rules. So they was going to put him as a wiretap witness and have him go through the NBA, you know, still officiate games, go through the locker rooms, go through the talks with the referees and see what the referees was actually doing. He named a couple. There's a guy named Scotty Brooks that's still refereeing the NBA. Hmm. Now, once they found out that that was going to happen, the lead detective of the FBI come to find out he started working with the NBA after this investigation. Now, I'm thinking, hmm, now if I want a job with the NBA and FBI ain't paying me that much money, hmm, let me leak some information to David Stern so David Stern can trust me in order for him to give me a job because that makes no sense. I don't understand how the FBI agent was able to take the job after that. That should be a scandal right there. And FBI, FBI works with the NBA. That should be a scandal right there. Now, the document was put on, well, it was leaked to the press. Well, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back and let's go do a word from our sponsors. Yes, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Remember, guys, go download the Anchor app. That's A-N-C-H-O-R to F-M. Go download the Anchor app. But let's get back to the topic. So now, David Stern. So now the FBI agent. FBI agent comes into David Stern's thing. Oh, yeah, they're talking, they're talking, they're talking. They're having a good time. You know, I guess that's, it, it, it is how it's going. Oh, yeah, I got some information on you. Mm, I got some information for you. Mm. You know that we got a wiretap that's going on that's going to blow over this whole NBA case. Blow open all your future sponsors endeavors because they just signed a $7.2 billion TV deal just months before or prior to this case, this Tim Donahue case. So in order for it to blow over, guess what they have to do? Just put it on one referee. There's only one bad seat. All the other referees are great. All the other referees are great. But um, they put it on the New York Times, New York Post, Tim Donahue, Tim Donahue. Is he a cheater? The, 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 the cheating ref. I remember that all in 2006 or 2007. I remember that. Front page paper, New York Times, New York Post. Front page, um, that was front page media. That was on ESPN. So, the FBI didn't leak it. Tim Donahue didn't leak it. The only person who knew it was David Stern. And David Stern would not comment in this documentary. So, that goes to the NBA would not comment in this documentary because they do not want to Retract back to these places. But guess what? They'll talk about the Magic AIDS case. They'll talk about the Malice in the Palace. They'll talk about the um, 30 for 30s, Len Bias. They'll talk about those type of things. But they won't talk about what they did. They won't talk about what they did, though. Oh, no, no, no. Let's sweep it on the rug. That's fuckery. A bunch of fuckery. Now, let's go back to this Tim Donahue type of fellow. Now, he told on a couple of rests. Now, there was a call during these games between one referee, I think it was 304 times or 134 times. Don't get my numbers misconstrued. One person said 304, the documentary said 134 times during the games that he ref that he was cheating on. And that person was Scotty Brooks, still a person that's referee in this game today. NBA players do not, like, do not even like Scotty Brooks. Because they know he's a cheater. And the NBA vouches for it. So I'm going to tell you guys this. There will be another 
NBA cheating scandal going on in the long run because we see it happen as fans. We see it, the calls being happened. And it, hold on, hold on. Let me go back to this with, with um Tom. What? What is it? What is his name? The cheating ref. Let's go to the Tim Donahue. Tim Donahue, that guy. He even said that the commissioner told him, oh, we call those fouls, but not on the superstars. We want to see our superstars play. So there is cheating involved in the game. If you're a superstar player, you're getting superstar calls. You're not getting the amount of calls that you're supposed to be getting. So a lot of these superstars are supposed to be fouled out. Walking, double dribbling, fouls, um, flopping, inside the paint. Like, come on now, three-second call. Like, there's a whole lot of shit that is supposed to be called that isn't called for superstars. Look at the James Harden effect. Look at the look at the LeBron effect. Look at the Kobe effect. Look at the Durant effect. But Durant had had hard this one because Scotty Brooks was was refereeing that Celtics game, that Celtics series. Let's not forget that. Scotty Brooks was refereeing that Celtics series, and I don't think he likes Kyrie Irving that much. So we go all go down to those type of topics. But the NBA has to answer these questions. Do you still have more refs that's cheating? See, the NBA went in agreement with MGM Grant, I believe, in 2018 to handle all their betting opportunities, all their betting options and stuff like that. But are you guys leaving open for room to cheat? Are they able to see the spread? It's just a crazy situation when you're dealing with a multi-billion dollar business and knowing that some of the games are fixed. It's blatant right there. Some of the games are fixed. Like there's some calls that don't need to be called. Like if it's not being called all game, why well, call it in the last final seconds of the game? I'm telling you guys. Well... That is another segment of me going down there, this um, Tim Donahue and everything. But he's banned from the NBA. He, he can't work in the NBA anymore, but he's living a lavish life right now. So shout out to him. I guess he's still betting with um, Scotty Brooks and stuff like that. that that's in my perspective. Scotty Brooks is still doing his cheating ways inside the NBA. Um, there's some other refs in there that uh, I have that they haven't named, really. Well, there's a couple of refs I'm going to go down the list. A couple of refs. There was a game one time that Allen Iverson was playing. They started calling palming fouls, palming, palm, him palming a basketball all the damn time. They thought, he was going to, they, they thought that they was going to change the game for him, but guess what? He ended up winning the game. No, they ended up losing the game, I think, like by 20. Ended up losing the game by like 20. That was, that was one of the games that Tim Donahue bet on. And he made that call to tell him, oh, yeah, we're going to send a message to him. Don't worry about it. Because one of the referees had a problem with him. Before for AI before. So that's like a it's like you can't get an argument with a referee because the referee wanna be more than a player. Like you can't be doing that. Like sometimes you just have to ref the game. Ref the game. Referee. That's what you're paid for. To ref the game. No emotions are supposed to be involved. You're supposed to be a, a non emotional person that doesn't care who wins the game. Doesn't care who curses at you. You don't care about that. Just have a good old just have a good game of basketball. Make it competitive. But um, I guess those are my takes on this topic. I just wanted to get you guys' takes on the topic. So we're going to get it back on. Let's, let's let it go. Now, 
Sometimes you need to let it go. I guess sometimes. But uh, that's the end of this podcast. This is Rose Out the Brick Podcast. I'm Call Me Guapi. I'm signing out. Remember, um, hit up that cash app at dollar sign C A L L M E G U W A P A Y. Call Me Guapi. You already know how that is. Hit up that cash app to support this podcast. But I just want to let you guys know this is Rose Out the Brick Podcast, and we are out. <laughs>